Oh, it's your favorite time of the week. All your work is done, and it's time to relax. So come, grab some friends, and let's get lit and join the rotation. You are now in the rotation with Suncoast Normal. We are your host, your Suncoast Normal Executive Board, and we say it's time to legalize it. It's time to jump into the rotation. It's Sunday morning. And here we are. This is Gary Stein, the political director for Suncoast Normal. Here with my co-host with the most, Carlos. I'm I'm Carlos. I'm Carlos. (laughs) Gary, that was really cool. I thought about that all the way here. You like, you definitely practice that like in a mirror or something. That was pretty cool. Was the the man with the plan, Gary Stein. (laughs) Uh, It's better than Gare Bear's. (laughs) <laughs> that's my little nickname for Gary, guys. That's that's my little nickname because he's like kind of like like cuddly, like a bear, and I call him Gare Bear. And and just below us over here, of course, we have Chris Kano, our director of Suncoast Normal, uh, currently stationed somewhere near the Beltway, <laughs> Washington D.C., keeping an eye on the national politics. How's it going for you, Baker, Chris? Hey, going great. I'm wearing my new shirt today. Enjoy cannabis and have a smile. Hmm. Well, welcome, Kano. And of course, we've got a very special guest today, uh, a legend here in Tampa, if I should say so, uh, Mr. Joe Redner. Right? Hi, how are you? <laughs> how are you doing? So, doing uh, great. you know, just getting along in life. It's, it's, mm-hmm. a, it's a struggle and it's good and it's bad and it's, it's everything and it, it's great. Well, it's good to keep that positive attitude, man. Um, and yeah, I mean, not only are you a legend in, you know, this great city, Tampa, Florida, but you're actually a bit of a legend when it comes to Florida politics. And, you know, as my guys with me today, these these are my political, you know, fellas. And uh, Gary, you've actually you've been involved in Joe's case with this, the Supreme Court, right? Well, I happen to have had the privilege of helping out with the. Uh, uh, with adding to one of the uh, motions of for the Florigrown case, which I think is going to change everything if we ever get to it. I mean, right now we it actually had two oral arguments, which is quite unusual. And the yeah. last one being October the seventh. And this is a case that started way, way back when they tried to go ahead and register the, uh, their their dispensary uh, back in January of two thousand and seventeen. So, the wheels of justice grind very, very slowly, and it seems like they grind to a halt when it comes to the Supreme Court here in Florida. Especially when you're bucking the legislature. Yeah, especially. Are you saying that the legislature actually has something to do with the way the Supreme Court actually op- operates here in Florida? Uh, I'll let you answer that question. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, Joe, I'd actually like to get uh, what's uh, going on, what your case actually is from, uh, from your mouth yourself. Um, essentially, this case proves that how medical marijuana has been implemented in the state of Florida is un- unconstitutional. And, um, you know, and that essentially this business was meant to be an open business in Florida and has never been uh, done that way. And can you explain why and how your, your uh, argument is? 
every business is supposed to be anybody that's able to and can meet the requirements the requirements are the pole star if you can meet the requirements you're supposed to be treated like everybody else in this state you're supposed to get your license so uh uh we uh we th they denied our license they said they can control who gets it tell they could they don't have to have objective criteria they can just pick and choose who they want to have a license and of course you just look at their campaign contributions especially since the ones they got the licenses at first that they gave them to and then then we're trying to get a license and then you should have seen the money pour into the the campaigns of the of the legislatures it was crazy the, the uh, existing businesses were just pouring money to keep us from uh, getting a license so what they've done is they've created a, a class that is closed that can get that got licenses but nobody else can and they keep making up excuses we can meet the criteria we actually have a facility to grow marijuana and and have leased it to a because we couldn't get a license leased it to a license holder so i'm their landlord <laughs> so uh, <laughs> and the, the the supreme court they when we we won in the trial court we won in the appellate court although it was very close in the appellate court it was a split decision that we won and we went to the supreme court supreme court listened to our arguments they couldn't rule against us based on the law they, and the principles that you use to uh, uh, see whether something is constitutional or not. And so they, um, I just lost my train of thought because I started thinking about that. Um, so they, uh, so they asked for that second set of oral arguments. They had the oral arguments, which we should have won in, the, in a decision and they couldn't give it to us. So then they gave the state another chance to come in and talk to tell them how they could rule against us. They haven't done that, and now we're waiting for a decision. We had the second oral arguments, and uh, they couldn't come up with anything they hadn't come up with in the first place. And now we'll see how far the Supreme Court will go to protect this closed class that is prohibited in the Constitution of the state of Florida. Again, I don't know much about prohibited. and those special law is what gives a company a special dispensation and they are unconstitutional. And I got to believe the, the, the legislature is the ones that put it in the constitutional for the vote. So it's their goddamn constitutional amendment and they still don't want to give us a license. And the thing about it is marijuana is so highly regulated if we didn't operate the way they wanted us to they could shut us down in a minute if we were a danger to society they could shut us down in a minute what they can't do is treat us different from everybody else and that's why we're in court 
Now, uh, the brewery business is basically as a regulated business as well. But yet, who is blocked from being able to, to open a brewery and, and to no produce product? I have two breweries. My son and I founded Cigar City Brewing. Never had any problems with the government. In fact, if you go to the liquor board, they'll tell you that ours is one of the best runs, br run breweries in the, in the state. We have no problems. I have one of the best re employees for regulate for the regulations and how to operate, how to deal with the state and the city, the government in the I think in the world. I have one of the best and uh, she uh, she uh, she's amazing. And she's the one that makes me really uh, legal. <laughs> she keeps me legal. <laughs> well, what I find amazing in regards to the flower grown cases, here you have a multi-billion dollar business in Florida, which is currently a closed market. And even those people who are in it aren't even taking advantage of it yet because a lot of them are waiting for adult use. And yet this entire business hinges on whether or not people are following the law based on one particular word, whether you use the word and or or. <laughs> yeah, and well, that, I just find it absolutely amazing. Yeah, you can explain that to him, Gary. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah in the, the in the original law, we talked about the fact gives you the right to do all of it, or yeah. would give you the right to do one or the other. And it says and, and they can't change that word. They have a lot of problem with that. In fact, they're just the, the Supreme Court of Florida just ignores. That argument. You know, I don't really. Their decision that they give us. I, again, I don't know much about how uh, Supreme Court cases are heard, but like I, you, you mentioned that they needed all of these different things to judge whether or not this is unconstitutional, and I'd imagine all you need is the Florida Constitution to judge that. Right. I mean, and I don't. If, if marijuana was legal federally. The, the, the U.S. Constitution would protect us too. Mm -hmm. Both the Florida State Constitution and the U.S. Constitution would protect us. It's called equal protection. You get treated like everybody else. And if if uh, it was legal federally, because the uh, federal courts just say, "Wait a minute, that's illegal. We can't we can't rule on that." Although some are changing a little bit, but uh, yeah. Well, Joe, do you see any any changes occurring in the federal government with the new administration? <laughs> uh, you know, I I don't know how to figure that. I, you know that I whoever that might be. They don't care about people by their actions, and one side says they do, but I'm not sure they do for their actions. But I know that there's just one side, the Democrats, that say they want to help the Republicans say they want to hurt us all get rid of social security do get get uh, uh, uh just stop people that need help from being helped uh it's just it's crazy now joe this isn't your first rodeo with with government uh being hypocritical or or government treating people uh inequitable i mean i've been following um, your your public life, you know, since since, since I was young and, and seeing how you stood up to the Hillsborough County Commission, the Tampa City Council. I mean, you've had your businesses targeted. 
uh, you've you know uh, sued for the right to people to freely express themselves and who they love. So I mean, you know, just if you could give us a little uh, hit on some of the previous fights that you've had, you know, this is nothing new for you, right? <laughs> yeah. Uh, my 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 concern is the government passing laws that have no reason for being, such as laws that are are, are based in uh, religion that have no secular purpose except a religious purpose. I got a real, I'm an atheist. I'm a secular humanist. I have a real problem. Atheist and a vegan. <laughs> if, 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 and, if, you know, if you want to prohibit me from doing something yeah, that my life and makes my life feel better or, or anybody's, then you're going to have to give me a good reason. If you can't give me a good reason, then uh, you, you have no right to do it. So I challenge as it, it's not, uh, uh, has no re rational relationship to a le legitimate government interest. That is the challenge, constitutional challenge that you use. And then you put up, a, a, you have a burden of putting up to show that it has no legitimate government interest. And then it's the government's duty to come back and show that it does with evidence have a legitimate government interest, and they can't. And when that happens, I fight. Now, there is some resistance in the courts and blah, blah, blah. But if you keep going, most of the time, finally, you'll get to a court that will recognize the uh, right. Um, I went to, uh, in Citrus County, I went to through, I think, 19 judges before I finally got a magistrate in Jacksonville to rule that they violated my constitutional rights. And then the, uh, the uh, federal judge, this was a magistrate, and then the federal judge held, upheld his, uh, his ruling, so I won in Citrus County. But how many judges did we have to th go through before one of them recognized your constitutional rights? It's, it's, it's really not... Uh, it's not conducive to freedom. Now, judges are there basically to interpret the law, not to create the law. The, the creating the laws uh, comes from the legislature itself. Yeah, yeah, they call it legislating from the bench. <laughs> and, and that is what we, what we seem to be having here. If we want to get anything done, there's always three paths. You have the legislature, you have the courts, and you have the ballot measures. And they certainly did try, at least, in this last election to stop ballot measures from ever even happening again. And luckily, we were able to stop that by a measure of about 67% with uh, Amendment 4. Yeah, so, they want to steal your rights. It's the damnest thing i ever seen, and people don't recognize it. And, you know, I've been to jail 150 times I've been arrested, okay, for, for, for protecting my constitutional rights. I spent 10 years in the law, law library studying const the Constitution. I kind of know what's going on, and I want all my cases just about almost every single one of them did I win. And, and the ones I didn't win, I kind of, you know, knew I had a different way to go. So I went the other way because I didn't feel really feel like dealing with it. But uh, anyway. I know I, I tried to get some uh, some traction to help get more people uh, on board with, with the Flora Grown case. And I found that they, the MMTCs uh, in Florida, when they saw that I was actually in favor of it, actually backed away from donating to Clarity Pack because yeah. they thought that Flora Grown might destroy their business. But it really won't, will it? 
No, floor ground's not going to destroy anything. It's like a, a new brewery, a, a, a craft brewery coming in and destroying Budweiser. It's just not going to happen. What we're going to do is find a niche, do it better than anybody else. And we don't know we're not going to take over the market, but we are going to do find our niche with a better product. And that's how it works. That's capitalism. These goddamn Republicans are supposed to be capitalists. They're not. They're goddamn communists. They, they rule like communists. They talk like capitalists. And they always yeah, have to find a way to twist words yeah, to uh, to keep I, things from going in the right direction. I just like, for instance, in regards to, to home grow, I know this is kind of a sore spot, but it's a sore spot for everybody, pretty much. I know you started fighting for home grow the very moment we came home on on the in two, in 2017 with uh, with a new bill and a new law that would have made it go forward, because you you rely on on having access to to the raw plant because of the fact that it, it, you actually have survived stage four cancer because yeah. of the raw plant. Yeah, well, I actually won that case in the lower court because I said I have a right to home grow. And uh, and that's what the amendment says. I have a right to home. It says I have a right to possess a plant growing or not. Those words is what it says. And if that doesn't give me the right to possess a growing plant, what the hell does? <laughs> Lindsey Graham said not too long ago, you can use my, your, my words against me. Well, we are trying to use their own words against them, yet we keep on losing. Why do you think that is? Their own words. No, the Constitution's words. Well, the words in regards to the difference with the plant. It's a stacked deck. Not because the arguments aren't good. It's a stacked deck. We're going... They're violating the Constitution every day, and they don't it just doesn't matter to them. And when you show them, they just, like the, the second oral argument, they just try and find a way around the Constitution. I'm telling you, they're freaking communists. Well, I know that there are a lot of entrepreneurs in the legislature. Our new brand new Senate president, Wilton Simpson, whose area, whose uh, district is not too far away from your new uh, brewery area. Uh, he's an entrepreneur. He's an egg farmer, as a matter of fact. And he's, he's all about entrepreneurship for, for agribusiness. And yet it seems like they're talking about it's our business, but we're not going to let you have a piece of it. So that's not really a free market. And that's not really entrepreneurship, is it? Hell no. That's what I'm complaining about. I'm complaining about them freezing me out or freezing my company out and freezing everybody else now that wants to get a license from doing it. And that just, that's anti American, you know, this is supposed to be a land of equal opportunity. It's written in the Constitution several times, not just once, <coughs> several times. In let, let me get personal, Joe. How do you identify yourself politically? Are you Democrat, <laughs> Republican, Independent, no party? I'm, the, I'm a, a no party affiliation, and I switch to whichever one I want to uh, uh, deal with with their party just before before the, the election and I sh I'll switch I become a Democrat and when I let the primary is over I switch back I use the system it's when, there they have it that way for you, you when you ran for office and you use it to your benefit and your position yeah. it's legal and that's what I do 
when you ran for office, how did you run? I independent sometimes, Democrat sometimes. I I I I like the Democrat. Relate to the Democrats more than the Republicans. I don't relate to at all. I mm -hmm. they're haters. Mm -hmm. uh, you know they got they're, they're conservatives, and if you re read how what the conservative mind go into the psychology with the psychologist into those descriptions of of, of it, and you're going to find that they're weird people. Yeah, no, I, agree. I, I, you don't have to tell me, man. I'm, I'm a Cuban. Very, very tribal. They don't include. They don't want any inclusion. All uh, they want is to control. Uh -huh. No, I don't. Sure. I don't like people to control me, whether it's Democrats, and that's why I don't join anything. I don't agree with anybody totally, any party totally. I do agree with some more than others. And but so you, I, like you would agree that everybody has the right to free speech. That's why you fought for free speech zones in, in areas where during elections and things. Of that oh, sort. Yeah, that, yeah, that didn't have anything to do with my business either. I wanted to go demonstrate against what I thought was unfair uh, treatment uh, for other people. And uh, of course, when I went to do it, they told me to get in this little area over here that no one could see. I told them, no, no, no. That's like telling me I have to protest in my bathtub. That's crazy. So, uh, you know, I wouldn't move. And I didn't move. And they put me in jail. Anyway, well, have, you seen more, have you seen more free speech this last election? Because we've had all sorts of protests going on since June. And uh, we, we, we've had the folks with the red hats getting a chance to speak. The folks who are wearing, who are wearing all black get a chance to speak. Did you see that it was more free speech or more free speech reduction this last session, this last cycle? Um, I, I'm not sure I know how to answer that. Uh, I, I, th I think there's, 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 you call it more free speech. Uh, I think there's more concern out there in the populace for how that people are getting treated and, and, and they're starting to speak out. I think there's more, some people are speaking. It sounds like more speech, free speech because more people are speaking. Is that what you mean? Yeah, basically. Yeah, I, I, yeah. I mean, it's not better speech or anything like that. It's just more free speech, more people speaking. That's good. That's good. Let them speak. I don't agree with the the looters and the uh, and the uh, the rioters. I don't agree with that. I think you need peaceful protest. But uh, if they were shooting my family in the back, I don't know what the hell I would do. I just don't know. What, I find it interesting Joe, uh, this last election. That, that, well, one of the things writers. I, Go ahead, Chris. One of, the, one of the things I've always appreciated about you, Joe, is, is your 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 eagerness to call out hypocrisy where you see it. You know, too often, um, you know, out there in society, especially among the different groups out there, we see these politicians. Well, um, they'll kowtow, they'll 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 you know they'll, they'll mooch up to these different extremists, uh, uh, you know, uh, across the board. And it's just uh, very unsettling. And my favorite Joe Redner story, I'll never forget. You were running for state rep. I was running for state rep back in 2010. And um, we were at Bell Shoals Baptist Church at a, at, a, at a candidate forum. And you went right before I had to get up to speak. And you said in the church, I want to thank God uh, for that justice who just uh, legalized gay marriage. And I'll never forget how these holy rollers and Bible thumpers stood up and lost their minds and started chanting like you were the antichrist and, and you were 
and I just it, I, I just took part of me was like you know that, that type of hypocrisy really showed that day and you were talking about the tribalism that that we see in, in the politics these days and you know to me I part of me was like oh my god I can't believe I have to follow this but the other part of me was like you said what so many people in that crowd were too afraid to say and too many of those candidates were afraid to say yeah thank god for that federal judge in california thank god for god thank you god for putting a gay judge to make this great decision and, and he ruled these gay laws were unconstitutional and it was upheld and i just when i went out there i know they're all hypocrites i know they're haters they hate their fellow human beings for no reason whatsoever in those churches they hate them so i just uh, i got up there and i was giddy i was giddy I had it all written out and i was giddy i just knew i was going to say that and it was goddamn good man <laughs> <laughs> and uh yeah thank god for your decision and uh so uh they started hollering liar like it didn't happen right <laughs> what well, it couldn't even be a lie so anyway that and they're doing the same thing now is what they're doing they're sitting around calling people liars that aren't lying you know that's what trump that's the trump mantra just gaslight everybody just say whatever you want to say and then and then say the people that are proving it's wrong are are some cow crazy i guess i don't know i just i don't understand i've been fighting for our rights for for 40 years i've been to jail 150 times i've been arrested i've won almost every cases i spent 10 years in the law library understanding learning and trying to understand i do know that freedom of uh, uh, that freedom of the press, which the president vilifies every day, is a is a pillar of our freedom. Without freedom of the press, we are not free. That is exactly what Trump is trying to stop. The independent judiciary. The first thing he did does when a, when a, when a decision comes out against him, he starts screaming and hollering about the judiciary. He's got it against him. No, they're independent and they're neutral. But he points out, and he's got a following that believe what he says. They're ignorant people and they believe it. And I just uh, and 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 society hasn't figured out how to deal with these people yet. The press is a little bit better because now they're saying unfounded in front of everything Trump says. <laughs> so, uh, but uh, that's that's about the extent of it. And, and, and I don't know. <laughs> I don't know how to figure out to go against them except go straight at them. But that's not my platform. I don't have that platform. Well, you um, know, in this country, we see politicians have to cobble together coalitions of, of various groups and people to actually mount a win. And I just find it so interesting and, and so troubling as well that the the Republican Party um, this, for the last four years has managed to build a coalition of holy rollers and racists. And you would think that those two groups would be antithetical to each other. But the hypocrisy that we're seeing among those on the right, like it's OK to be racist uh, and it's OK to stomp on people's freedom as long as it gets you, your political uh, uh, team over the goal. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Well, Oliver Wendell Holmes once said that with free speech comes responsibility. 
and he was that was in that same uh, category as when he was saying you cannot uh, uh, shout fire in a, in a crowded theater. That's not really but you covered can't. By you can shout fire in a crowded theater if it's part of the show and the audience knows it's going to happen. I use this in front of the Supreme Court uh, uh, before. If if the audience knows that it's in the play, someone can holler. If it's in the play, and it. it uh, uh, I got my mind just went off someplace else. <laughs> And the audience knows it's going to be shouted. It, fire can be uh, shouted out in a crowded theater. And I use it to equate to nudity. Everybody knows what that, that and they, you, <coughs> one of the Supreme Court justices said something about you can't haul a fire, equating a nude law uh, uh, to, uh, and being nude in, in, in a, uh, an establishment to hollering fire in a crowded theater and i had to explain to the lawyers beforehand because i can't practice in front of the supreme court that you can't holler and and, and, and uh, uh so but it it didn't penetrate i don't know is it, it, it are you, is it, am i making sense to you guys well, yeah but in this last uh, administration fire in a crowded theater if it's like like you're going to an establishment where there's nudity and uh, you know it before you go in, right? And it's part of the play. So how is that like hollering fire in a crowded theater and everybody believes you're hollering fire? It doesn't even equate, but yet those some, a lot of those Supreme Court justices were impressed by it. And a lot of people in the press were impressed by him. I think it was Scalia. Or Redquest, maybe it was Redquest. Said you can't all bullshit. I got very concerned with with Alito's response. Information that they don't like, they have no way of processing it, and we're going through that right now in this country. The people that are Trump supporters have no way of processing that information. They just can't. We had an administration this last uh, four years where truth was not necessarily uh, a necessity within free speech. And that's what I'm talking about in regards to responsibility when it comes to free speech. People were were moving to this this, this new site called Parler so they could be able to say anything they wanted to, regardless whether it was true or false, and report it as truth. It's where the liars go to lie since uh, Twitter and... uh, (laughs) <laughs> and Facebook now have are, and they don't even take tell you you can't put it up. They just put a little thing there, and then let it go on like it always goes on, and nobody pays attention to that anyway. So there you go. Yeah, I mean propaganda is, is a like, dangerous. If tool. you want to be a Nazi and on social media, go to Parler. Yeah, it's a place for liars. If I want to tell a lie, I go to Parler. Just you know, everybody. <laughs> oh yeah, I love it. I love it. And of course, like I said, propaganda is a great way to, to cover up wrongdoing. There were actually a lot of Germans who did not know what was going on in the concentration camps, and they were being fed lies that everybody's being taken care of, everything's okay, and go out there and fight kind of situation. Of course, they gave them drugs, too, to go fight. That's besides the point. No full ignorance. Yeah, absolutely. And that is what we're dealing with. We, we have to get to a point where veracity, telling the truth, actually has weight. 
because right now it, it's been losing weight for the last four years. And yeah. then people are saying, well, I can say anything I want to. And I'm so glad the election is over because now and we can go can. back to being with our friends and stop having to call them liars. Uh, they're being liars. Someone sues your ass. And, 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 you know, I know if you're a public figure and Trump lies about you, you're going to have to sh you have to show malicious intent in order to get over that threshold threshold. And uh, that's hard to do. That's really hard to do. They should loosen that up a little bit so you can show malicious intent, maybe just by. I don't know. Anyway, I, had, I would have to study it. <laughs> Well, how much longer do you think we're going to have to wait for Flora Grown to be uh, given its opinion, considering the fact that they haven't even got to the uh, reviews of the two ballot initiatives that were uh, argued yeah. back in, in uh, what, February and May? Well, I, I think it's a, it's a good sign that it's taking so long. I do know that, I, I know that they don't have any sense of urgency. I would, so that would make it a bad sign, but I know they don't because there's pot out there. And uh, even though we're being... Uh, uh, being uh irreparably you know damaged, damaged yeah that that uh, they don't care about that so um we'll make it up in the long run if we win but uh they don't know how to rule our way i just they just don't know how to do it <coughs> don't know how to rule our way the people's way okay because my way is just saying open it up to everybody not me Everybody that can meet the criteria. It's a simple concept. I mean, it's not really involved. But it, again, you can't explain that concept to somebody that doesn't want to hear it and doesn't want it to happen. You can't. It's impossible. And we're running into it every single day. Florida is, is, is an amazing uh, laboratory for fi finding new ways to screw things up. Right now, the way the legislature is, is a shithole. It's a good damn thing they have tourists that come down here and leave their money. Because if they didn't have that and this weather and the, the environment, which we're not going to have long under this Republican administration anyway, we're not going to have the environment long. It, 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 they're destroying it as fast as they can friggin' destroy it. These new roads like Okeechobee, blah, 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 St. Porn shit into St. John's River, uh, uh, all the, 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 the springs uh, uh, becoming toxic. It's just they don't care. It's the almighty dollar that drives them, and they will hurt people to get it. And Florida's a shit all state. I'm sorry. <laughs> I got to tell you. If you look at all the rulings, everything that's happened in Florida, we're turning into Kansas. They drove Kansas in the shitter, doing the same thing they're doing to Florida. And we're just lucky that we have that income from the tourists. Otherwise, this state would have. They don't it's have interesting. They don't have any. They're not progressive to make things better. So what are they going to do? You guys saw those like electoral college votes and like broke down by county in Florida and like that meme that's set up. It's like uh, if you wanted a map of the uh, of where Florida's uh, colleges are, uh, <laughs> look at the blue areas in the state. Yeah, it's amazing. Yeah, it's amazing. I live in Pasco County, which is, you know, even the grass is red. 
So <laughs> I, I like it here in Hillsborough. We're finally coming, just getting really progressive in Hillsborough County. They just elected some Democrats to the, to the uh, well, some, some progressives. It's I think it's interesting. The Republicans are always saying that they, they're not in favor of, of regulation of big industry. And yet they seem to be wanting to regulate cannabis to the nth degree. Do you yeah. think that, that this industry in Florida can survive the cannabis industry with the amount of re regulation that the uh, legislature wants to put on it? Can it survive? The ones that are there? Yeah. I'm not sure I understand what you mean, Gary. Well, uh, I am trying to, to find a way to get home grow done on a legislative oh. basis. But I've been finding that the people who, who are who might be willing to vote for this are saying to me, how can we regulate home grow? That's their I biggest concern. I, I forgot home grow. It's not their business. You're growing it in your back damn yard, you know. It, it, the, all the laws of of uh, uh, the the the, uh, the the laws apply. If someone comes in and steals your marijuana, the police come and investigate it and go find them. But if anybody can home grow, who's going to steal marijuana? It's the absence of being able to get it that makes people steal. They want something they can't have or they don't have. That's why people steal. What the hell are people going to do it <coughs> at home if they grow their own? If they catch you selling it to somebody, they put you in jail. The, the laws take care of that. And that's what's used for every other business, including the liquor business. That's the way it works. When people had home breweries, were they worried about people passing out bo bottles out of their basement to the kids around the block? Yeah, but let me tell you about home grow, okay? Um, it, home grow is going to last until like somebody in the second DCA, which is this uh, appellate court, somebody goes and grows a plant at home and then takes it down to war, war, uh, Warren, the DA, and, and tells them I'm growing at home. Charge me. Charge me. Let's go to court. I want to see if I can read the Constitution to a jury, if they, speaking of myself, if they can uh, get a conviction. I know they can't. It said, the Constitution says, I, I and everybody knows somebody that marijuana is helping now. I mean, there's a bad taste in the mouth of the people keep to, when they keep marijuana away from the people that it just, you know, six, what was it, 63%? At that time, it was one, an unheard of amount of people uh, voted for the constitutional amendment. And uh, so I'm, I think sometime in the future, I'm 80, if I last long enough, I'm going to grow a plant, which I may be doing now, uh, or take it downtown to the state attorney's office. I'm going to put it on the desk saying, I'm growing, charge me. Let's get at it. And let's go to court and let's see if you can freaking sustain this uh, uh, stupid law that you have uh, in, a, in a court of law. I don't believe he would do anything. I don't believe he would charge me. I think he knows the Constitution. He may be a Republican, but I, I think he, uh, he uh, respects the, the Florida Constitution. So you want to be the John Scopes of home grow, basically. <laughs> you want to be the test case. I just want to stick my thumb in the eye of the establishment. That's all. Stick my thumb in there. And twist it a bit. 
Yeah, I, you know, I, I love being right, fighting the establishment, and winning in court just freaks them out. And I do it over and over, and, and I don't pick a bad fight. I don't pick a fight I think I can, I'm going to lose. I pick the ones I can win, and I know I can win. I've been winning for 40 goddamn years, and they've been losing. City of Tampa don't go against me anymore. Me and that city of Tampa get along just fine. I don't stick my thumb in their eye. They don't bother me. Everything is hunky-dory. I've been doing the same things I've been doing for 35, 40 years. No change. So they changed to accept me instead of me changing to acquiesce to them. If, you, if you'll hear Alito's statement this last week, we know that we've got a, a SCOTUS that is less than impartial. That they who are coming with agendas in mind. I don't know if Amy Comey Barrett actually does or does not, although it sure does seem you that way. You know what her agenda is. You just don't know if she's going to apply it at the Supreme Court level. That's what it is. She is uh, she's an unknown. A lot sometimes judges when they get up to the Supreme Court, they kind of change over time, or they just Earl Warren just fooled everybody right just right at the damn get-go. They put him in there, and, and, the, and the president that put him in was just hated himself for doing it for years. Um, but anyway, Earl Warren was a good one, by the way. Uh, <laughs> he, he used to say, is that fair? Is that fair? Whoever heard a judge say, is that fair? <laughs> that's, that's funny. Like, that's a criteria. I, that's nowhere in the Constitution, but I love it. Yeah. Well, we do have a very conservative Supreme Court here in Florida, and a very, and a very uh, conservative first and second DCA as well. And yet, yeah. you beat the DCA. I you, 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 you beat the you, they, they, the the first DCA actually voted in favor of some of the things you were you were working on, even though they're highly conservative. Right. So does that look at the possibility that despite the fact that we have a very conservative Supreme Court right now, with everybody being essentially having been uh, brought in there from Scott and DeSantis, uh, is that, does that bide well for what, what, you're, what we're hoping for with Flora Grown and with the two ballot initiatives? Yeah, I, I'm at a loss. I, I, I don't know what's going to – Flora Grown is, is going to, not going to shock me either way it goes. I'm ready for either the decision for us or against us. And, and we might get a halfway. They might say that we have to apply like everybody else, although we applied a hundred times already, like every, and get in line and compete against that, which is unconstitutional too. It's not supposed to be a competition. It's supposed to be, you get it. If you can operate the way we want you to, that's it. Simple as that. Well said, Joe. These artificial barriers to entry um, only prevent, you know, small business owners. They only prevent, you know, uh, minorities. They only prevent people who, you know, are, are being purposely excluded out of this industry. And I love the fact that you've come along because so many people don't have the resources to fight in court, to hire attorneys, uh, to challenge an entire state. And, and, and here you are challenging it on behalf of the people. And so, you know, the, the people do recognize that. And I just want to say on behalf of all of our members, thank you for fighting for patience and thank you for fighting for a free and equitable uh, market in the cannabis industry. Yeah, that's that's all I want to do. 
I don't want anything special for myself. I don't ask for it, don't want it, wouldn't take it. Anything special for myself. It's got to be for the people. That's the way I am. That's my nature. But that nature allows me to recognize other people's nature that isn't like mine. I want to help people. They want to get wealthy. They want to live comfortably. They don't care about other people. I do. And that's the that's a fact. I know people can call me a liar and my adult business doesn't demonstrate that. But the reason my adult business is there is because I proved it doesn't have any effect on and I had to prove it any effect negative effects on society at all. In fact, where you have suppression of the sexual message, you have the sexual deviants that, that do damage to other people. So they create it. They create it because they take, I know we're, we're supposed to be talking about marijuana. They take a normal sexual activity and they tell people they're going to go to hell for doing it. Well, I'm sorry. You create the deviance by doing that. You make it, you're trying to put a, a, a round thing in a square hole and it just it's not going to go and some people they can take it and some people that you 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 destroy them and you make them that is relatable to marijuana because of marijuana pro prohibition i mean there's mexican cartels that were getting rich off of marijuana in the u.s like hugely at one point probably still are and uh, it's because of the prohibition of marijuana. You take the ability to, to use it away and people, it becomes a criminal thing. Yeah, there's one reason, one reason only for, for not smoking marijuana. And that's your lungs. I, I, I'm not sure whether it hurts or helps. I know the vaping helps, but I'm not sure whether the raw... But we again, we're talking about equal protection. They let people smoke cigarettes. You can put any goddamn thing else into your lungs that you want to. Then why can't I have my be equal with everybody else and have my uh, uh, little uh, respite from, uh, you know, and my and besides that, it has med medical benefits, other medical benefits that offset any damage that we know or don't know or happens or doesn't happen to your lungs so you know I, I, it helps me sleep at night I, I, I don't I don't know if I can sleep at night without hey, hey, you when we were on the radio you explained to us uh, how you actually consume, consume marijuana medicinally like could you explain that to our, our viewers again? Well, you know, I just pick a pick a, a bud and eat it. My <laughs> <laughs> dinner I, raw. I want to juice it. I want to juice it raw. Of marijuana is what I. It's, that's what I said I wanted to do when I won in the trial. I wanted to juice it. I had a doctor testify as to how much uh, marijuana I should be able to grow to uh, juice the amount I wanted to juice. Everything was in court. Everything was proven. The trial judge that heard the evidence ruled our way. And guess what happened? The appellate court didn't even look at the trial. They just said, you can't home grow.
That's it. You know, let's fast forward five years to an ideal world. Will we have um, you know floor grown floor grown smoothies by Joe in the future? <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, smoothies. Yeah, every every because you don't get high. They forced me to get high on the ship. <laughs> If you eat the plant, you don't get high. It hasn't decarboxylated yet. You haven't activated it. It's going in like a vegetable. You're just eating it. You, it makes you feel good like a vegetable would make you feel good. You know, it's good for your health, gives you vitamins, and minerals, and all those things that help you. And that's, that's what it does. So, you know, why would the government tell me I can't eat marijuana? They have no reason. And that's why I cussed through it to Republican court. They don't, you got to have a reason, especially in the court of law, for Christ's sakes. You got to prove it. You got, but they don't understand proof. Well, we have evidence on our side. We have karma on our side, right? Have who? We have karma on our side as well as evidence. Yeah, I don't know about karma. Karma's I don't think that's they recognize that up there. Well, I, I consider the medicinal effect of the of the plant a, a bit of karma when you're fighting for something which which does good, and and when it, when it gets to the point where you are actually oh, yeah. patient over profit. Eventually, the arguments drop off as information comes out. Even the idiots start to learn, you know. So I mean, one of the central tenets of Florigrown is that the current system is impacting patients adversely oh yeah it keeps the price up if you don't have competition it keeps the price up that's that's the 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 the, the um the companies that got a license they were against home grow of course they're their shit they can give to people but they don't want them growing their home because look at the the milk that's not how capitalism works or it is how capitalism works i mean i i saw a uh, conversation on on a Facebook a ago where people were praising the fact that one of our MMTCs actually is selling uh an ounce of shake for a hundred dollars so they can go ahead and bake with it and they're saying, wow, what a fantastic price. You go into other states, you can get a, an ounce of shake in, in Michigan for $25. What did they used to call shake? When yeah, you got the, the sugar leaves and what's the, the droppings on the floor kind of thing. When you got some shake, what did they call it? They called it, had a name for it. I can't remember. It, 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 it was something for marijuana that wouldn't get you kind of, you'd have to smoke a ton of it to get high. Yeah, brickweed. Swag. Sweat. <laughs> One more name. I can't remember. <laughs> you know, the fact is, is that with these these markets the way they are, and with, with licensing structure, the the legislature has created a system where patients are paying sixty, seventy, eighty dollars plus taxes for an eighth, and that in itself seems to be a crime if you're in, you know, anywhere in a well regulated market. And that goes back to what you said before, Joe, and what Carlos touched on. The black market will continue to exist and illicit market will continue to exist as long as the government is over-regulating and out-regulating, you know, the people out of the industry. The thing about it is, too, they're not over-regulating the, over the existence licensed businesses. They're not going and looking at them hardly at all. So they can just about do any damn thing they want to do. It's amazing. 
They want to regulate the people wanting to get into the business highly and keep them out because of that, which is a false premise. But they don't. They ain't regulating the people that are growing the marijuana. It's nuts. These people, they have no idea how things work and what's going on. Or else they do and they just don't care. They are Republicans. I'm going to tell you, I don't like Republicans. (laughs) So I hear. (laughs) I got a sign at the Mons. I know it's cost me business. Says, you're fired. Who's going to jail now? That's what's on my sign on Dale Mabry. If I recall correctly, the former chairman of the Republican Party once dropped five grand on the moms on this Republican Party gold card back in 2008, if I wasn't mistaken. (laughs) Yeah. Do what I say, not what I do, right? They they would come in and enjoy themselves, but they don't want the people that regulate to do the same thing. It's just amazing. It's just freaking And I think, you know, the information is going to get out there and people are going to know. And then I get people that see see the information and just doesn't make any difference to them. I don't know. I'm freaking out over here. Evidence Uh, doesn't mean anything. My whole life is based on evidence. Now it means nothing. It freaks me out. One thing you can say about the Republican Party in Florida is they know how to how to keep and maintain control. Yeah, they They've got it for years, and our, and the Democrats have been, I would say, failing to even get to a point of equity. Yeah, I'm gonna tell you what if I if I if I control the Democratic Party, I would step aside and put Stacey uh, Abrams in my goddamn place. She's a whiz. She went out there and and got got the votes to over to switch to. Uh, switch georgia she did it herself she knows how but you think the democrats are going to do that hell no because that's not what they're interested in she's interested in in in, in, in uh in getting the established and doing the right thing and they're interested in getting money too it, it, it's i i know it's not everything they do but it's always in the back of their mind everybody all those politicians. I wish I could have got that through when I was running for office, but I couldn't get it through their heads. I wish I could have. I know your FDP chair. I've, I voted for you. Yeah, I Cassie, <laughs> and I would have told those people something. When I saw them doing something wrong, they'd have known it, and everybody would have known it. So. Well, we are going to have a hard time in the legislature this next session. We've got a a Speaker of the House, Mr. Sprouls, who brought Bertha Madras and uh, this guy Berenson in to speak to the rest of the House just to talk about how cannabis, uh, you know, causes psychosis. And so that's basically where where, where he's coming from. He's coming from a a standpoint of prohibition. And we have Wilton Simpson, who doesn't mind his egg business growing, but he doesn't want to see cannabis business growing. Yeah, well. So we are going to need... He's a paid hitman. He came. That's what they brought him in for. They paid him, brought him in. He said what he had to see, gaslighted everybody, and he left. And the, the Republican legislature said, "Hallelujah!" Uh, there you go. So, and how we going to get the, the the state house to be the people's house as opposed to the, uh, the special interest house, as opposed to the House of Geo and the House Assembler? Well, Gary, how are we going to move forward past yeah, that? The the people. 
Right. So I, I was reading some of the comments on this Facebook feed and some Republicans uh, were commenting kind of upset that, hey, I'm a Republican and I don't I don't agree with this. I, I smoke cannabis. And that's the disconnect is that in the state of Florida, the Republican representatives and senators are disconnected from even their own base and their own group of people because cannabis consumption and legalization, it has a majority support across every political party. And there you go right now. So the, the the people who are Republicans, those of you who are upset at this feed because we're thrashing on Republicans right now, we're not thrashing on you, the people. We're thrashing on the elected leaders that you've chosen. And part of the issue is, is how our primaries are structured in Florida. We have winner-take-all primaries where you can literally become a representative in a, in a Republican-dominated or even a Democratic dominated district with less than 25% of the vote if you're in a crowded primary. And so I think part of the issue moving forward is we need to have runoffs in our primaries in the state of Florida. You should not be elected to an office if less than a majority of people in a district are supporting you. So this is how we get people in office who don't, uh, who are not reflective of the constituencies that they're tasked to represent. Yeah, but all, you know, all of them go to, they just got to, if they want to, don't want something to pass that people want to do, and they just tell lies, and, you know, and and, and, and then uh, just walk away. I, I, how do you deal with that? How do you deal with the authority lying to you? I don't know how to deal with that. It they said programs like this, getting out there, like, 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 I'm no spring chicken anymore. I can go. I I, I want to go protest. I want to go holler and scream, but I just don't have the motivate the, the uh, energy. Well, at least you go out. Make sure you bring a mask. That's well, the important yeah. thing. We're we're still kind of stuck man, in this thing. Everybody, I had to do a, 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 a Facebook this morning. Someone say I'm a hypocrite because the mons is open. We have every known. Uh, 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 device in the Mons that known to man that stops COVID. We have you. I give you a mask. You must wear it to come in. It's costing me business, actually, because other places don't make you wear a mask. But I do, and that's the way. If it costs me money, that's the way it is. I'm I'm for doing things and and protecting society too. So you got to show me a reason. What's the reason for not wearing a mask? Oh, I can't breathe. Fuck you. I got, I'm a stage four lung cancer patient. Stage four lung cancer survivor. If you can't breathe, if that keeps you from breathing, brother, I shouldn't be able to breathe. Yet I breathe just fine with a mask on. No problem. It doesn't constrict at all. It's just an excuse for people that don't have a mentality. Hey, Joe, considering the times now that I'm thinking and bad joke on my part, but uh, it, all in all, maybe the six foot rule, if it came about at this time, uh, might have a different outcome. What do you think? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Did you know that's still on the books? Really? Yeah. I don't think they ever took that off the books. They just couldn't enforce it. It's what happened. They, you know, you keep enforcing stuff and nobody's. Nobody's nobody's getting arrested. Nobody's getting convicted. Blah blah blah. You kind of get tired of doing it. We just outlasted them. That's what well, we I did. just find it interesting how they they specifically zeroed in on your business. But you know, if you check out uh, adult businesses in particular, yeah, but, 
daughter establishments in Tampa, we have more strip clubs than we do Starbucks and McDonald's. Yeah, I did that. I did that on purpose. I I, I did that. Uh, I was very vocal. I was in their face. I was in the news. I had things up on my sign calling them the, the state's attorneys, the, the U.S. attorney, an asshole. I mean, I just I went right at them. I Greco enforce your goddamn ordinance. I put on my side, not goddamn, Mayor Greco, enforce your ordinance because he, he you know, he uh, he was leaving me hanging out there. I didn't know when he was going to come and when he wasn't. Right? He had an ordinance. He passed it with all this fanfare, all the city of Tampa, these marathon meetings and everything. He did all that, and then he didn't enforce it. So I put him on side and enforce it. I provoked them into doing that. Because I wanted the confrontation because I, I don't want to be subjected to them coming anytime they want to, you know, to get me, you know, uh, my helps on pins and needles. So I made them, I made them come and then we fought it and we fought it and fought it and fought it and we won. Yeah, they get so upset about this topic, they tend to uh, slip and make mistakes. Like when I was in Cincinnati, just after the Maplethorpe decision, they were also going after all the uh, adult bookstores. And they, no. were that they were taking out VHS tapes, using them as evidence, and then freeing to actually pay for the rental. Yeah. <laughs> you know how, yeah. You know how I won that uh, six-foot case? Uh, they, uh, water. They, they, they had 150 cases that were coming to – uh, for fruition and they've been through the motions to dismiss they've been through everything and the city was winning and the, and the state's attorney came to me assistant state's attorney came to me and he said uh what kind of deal uh, we want to make a deal and here's 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 what the deal is and i said no 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 and that was you know 500 dollars fines uh two, three months probation, blah, blah, blah. And he wanted me to make that deal. I said, no, no, no. We're going to try every goddamn one of these cases. Try them. The judge went ballistic. He, can't, he ain't got time. He's got people out there that are hurting people. He's got people out there that are driving drunk. If he had to try every one of my cases, all those people would, would win their cases on the speedy trial law. He couldn't try them all. And he told them, make a deal. He told the city, make a deal. Now it's my deal, right? There ain't no deal coming. We're going to try them all. So guess what? With a, 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 no, they plead no contest, withhold adjudication, no probation, no fines, no, no, no nothing. Absolutely nothing. And, uh, that was the deal. So everybody just walked away. I was sorry I made that deal because I, I should have added something to it. And that was they used the, the uh, charge against some of the dancers to keep them from going with their kids to uh, outings with the school. And, th and that was just unbelievable but that bothered the hell out of me that i made that deal and left those few things of it because they came to me and told me i couldn't go with my child on this bus trip that you know i was going to go on because i had this charge against me for new dancing and i was i should have got them wiped out i could have but I, it was unforeseen consequences i didn't see it coming well we got a different state attorney in hillsborough county now than we did then 
Uh, yeah, that's what I'm morning. saying. I think I could grow marijuana. I, I, the Constitution says I can possess a growing plant. It's a very simple thing. If you get somebody that wants to uphold the Constitution, it's not hard to do. You can find a way. Well, we're going to keep on fighting for you, Joe. And uh, yeah. I, we appreciate you fighting for us every single time. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I, I got to tell you, I enjoy it. <laughs> that that's, you, were, you were talking about, you know, being too tired or, you know, not having the motivation to protest. But I would say that you do you you influence change in a much more influential way yeah. than, you know, getting out there and protesting. You know, you're you're in there in the courts. You're challenging the system. Yeah. You know, in many cases, you're breaking bad laws in order to make sure that you know justice is being served and that's that's important for people to stand up right you know the you know i i like to say that the medical the the whole marijuana movement really started with the i think his i i'm probably mispronouncing and forgetting his name but his lowell eggmeyer who walked into the san francisco police department downtown san francisco police department and lit up a joint specifically to get arrested for using marijuana and what he did was he argued in court there are a bunch of there are all these things showing that marijuana is medicine there are a bunch of there are all these these proofs that i could put together showing that you know uh uh it is uh, really just uh, uh, against my rights to use marijuana and i i mean he failed he got arrested he yeah, did the time but that's the first time somebody stood up they wouldn't even let you present the evidence. You could go to court and they just you couldn't even present the evidence to show <clears throat> you could sue them. Mm. Sue them and say it doesn't, it, it's not legit, uh, rationally related to a legitimate government interest. And uh, uh, they just said, we don't want to, we'll take judicial notice that it's uh, uh, bad for you and we just know it. So, and they, that just subverts the whole friggin' judicial system when they do that. And that's what they did. And they still doing it on the, in the feds, in the feds where that, uh, what is it? Uh, uh, that keeps it illegal. That, uh, I can't remember. Well, Joe, with with you know the internet with with this podcast this uh, this broadcast is going to you know live on the internet as long as we have the internet so um where for the future generations you know 50 100 years from now that might might go back and see this what are your parting words what, what do you say to those folks uh who who are stumbling upon this uh, podcast in the future oh you know just uh, you know, I, I don't think we're going to change anybody's mind that it, it feels that marijuana is really bad or their authority figure has told them. But uh, there are some people on the fence, I guess. And, uh, you know, you have to keep talking. They'll never learn anything if you don't just keep talking to them. Keep telling them. You've, you'll, you'll pick off the low-hanging fruit every once in a while and change somebody's mind. I don't like, even though I've done it a couple of times, I don't like people calling people names on Facebook. I've done it. I've called somebody an idiot. I've, I've done it. <laughs> I've done it. Uh, Guilty. It's not, it's not <laughs> the, the best way to do things. You, sometimes it just happens out of 
frustration. Just yeah, Barney Frank said some of these people, it's like talking to a dining room table. You, you can't argue with one. Talking to a tree or a wall. Yeah, <laughs> it's, just, it's just, you know, it's, it's, it's hard to do. It's hard to make people understand something that they're, they can't understand. And you know what, what a misunderstanding and not understanding something leads to, it leads to fear. And that's what they have. They don't understand it, so they fear it. Well, guys, this is officially our longest show. But we can't. Nah, that's the thing, Joe, is like you used to come and hang out with us when we were on the radio. And that's the thing, doing the podcast, we, we got freedom now. You know, we could we could go long if we want. We could say curse words, fuck shit. Yeah, you can occasionally right. drop the F-bomb, yeah. which you do every once in a while. <laughs> I got, I got, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. Or else you have a beeper. I don't know. They, they, you know, there's all kinds of reality shows on TV where they all they're dropping bombs one right, and you know what they're saying, but they got this superficial beat that is supposed to do what? What does it do? It reminds you that they're cussing. You know, yeah. it's just our laws just don't make any sense. They just don't make sense. Well, we want to thank the king of Del Mabry, the, 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 the freedom fighter, the, the, the marijuana madman himself, Joe Redner, for, for coming on today and talking to us about his fight and how we want to continue to move on. And we're going to continue well, to fight. You guys, Sun Coast Normal, will continue to fight in the legislature this next year. And when, of course, here comes the commercial. We do need your help because we are a membership driven organization and we need your membership so you need to go to suncoastnormal.org sign up we actually have some uh, promotions we were talking about giving out some delta eight for the people who bring in the, uh, membership and we even have a video copy of the emperor has no clothes which is very hard to find if you can bring three other people with you and we are actually going to have a membership event coming up soon we're going to tell you the details as soon as we know them can i, <laughs> I, I, I uh, can i join from that link you sent me Absolutely. Okay. From from, from the link that's up on the screen right now, the link I sent you is for the this podcast. But uh, you could also, uh, you know, find this, this. Yeah, you can find you can find this podcast. You can find a donation link right there on on the website Suncoast N O R M L SuncoastNormal dot org. Um, of course, you can also find us on social media at Suncoast Normal. That's Suncoast N O R M L. You do donations. You can, uh, you know, find events that we're going to be at. Um, you know, we're actually looking for, you know, uh, people to, uh, you know, sponsor, sponsor the this show. If you have a business, a actual show. Yeah. Uh, now that we're not on the radio, uh, sponsorship dollars for the show doesn't go to the radio station. It goes to our fight. So, uh, you know, that is a good way to contribute to this, uh, to this movement. Um, and yeah, um, anything else you guys want to say, Kano, you got, you got anything you want to spotlight there? Well, I want to give Joe the final word. Uh, but you already you did that. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> one last thing you wanted to mention to folks, but I just want to say to everybody here, um, again, elections have consequences. They are so important and yeah. with great, 
uh, power comes great responsibility. And the American voter has so much power on this planet that they do not realize and that they do not actualize. And it is so important. You do your research on candidates. You understand who you're putting in office because these people put the police in charge. These people are the ones who put the judges in charge. And these are the people that, you know, when bad laws happen, those are the forces that, that folks to contend with. Um, Joe Renner has been contending with those forces for decades, uh, you know, in Hillsborough County in the city of Tampa. And I appreciate uh, all the hard fight that he's done to continue to protect our free speech and and for our civil rights locally and and, and beyond that so with joe uh, i'll give you the last word on today on the rotation yeah you guys are the freedom fighters now you guys are the front line and uh, you keep it up and you keep that stuff going out there and people with people like you maybe someday we all uh educate the public they need to put civics back in school please teach people about our constitutional government and the process please teach them because they have no idea what's going on there you go thank you joe well everybody jump in the rotation next week 10 30 a.m facebook live sun coast normal peace and love yeah, and uh, stay tuned for later today. We got the Spanish version of the rotation, La Rotacion with your Mayra. <laughs> and thank you, Chris. I know your, your clock is again, but once proving that every moment is 420 in the Cano household. Thank you. <laughs> so and, much. Th and thank you to you, Joe. Appreciate your fighting. See you later. This has been The Rotation, and you have been a part of it. You can be a bigger part of it by joining Suncoast Normal. Suncoast Normal is an organization that can help you make the change that we all need. Go to the Suncoast Normal website and become a member, because that is how you become part of the change. You can find The Rotation podcast on both SoundCloud and iTunes. But you can always join us in the rotation at suncoastnormal.org. At that very website, you can join the cannabis movement by becoming a member of Suncoast Normal, gain access to cannabis events, cannabis info, Normal's legal network, and even a free membership to National, all by joining Suncoast Normal. That website, again, is suncoastnorml.org. You can also find us on social media at Suncoast Normal. Uh, find us on both Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube. And thank you, Gary, and good night. Good night.